Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Into the Dark Blue. I just wanted to let you guys know ahead of time that this is our first attempt at a social distancing recording. So I want to thank you in advance for your patience with some of the background noise and the small bird that tried to be a part of the conversation. Um, Travis has some really great wisdom on men's health and how to live a happy, healthy life. So just go ahead and sit back, relax, crack open a beer, and enjoy the episode. What's up, guys? This is Zach, and you've just stepped into the dark blue. I'm hanging out with Travis Hearth today, and uh, it's a beautiful day out here in Seattle. Uh, we're doing a social distance recording today, so hopefully the mic picks up everything, and uh, we don't have to worry about that. But uh, Travis is the Movember representative here in Seattle and does a lot of amazing things with Movember Foundation and a multitude of other fundraisers that he's working on. And so I'm pretty excited to hear from him today and what he's uh, doing for men's health and what he's learned about men's health and his adventures with November. So how are you doing today, Travis? Good. Yeah, like you said, it's pretty awesome out this Can't go to the bar, so we're raising the bar on your future podcast, sitting under a train bridge near the uh, Ballard Box. <laughs> yep, so you guys might hear a little bit of noise with the bridge going up and down sometimes, uh, but, uh, it's, it, it just adds to the ambiance, right? Yeah, like bringing me into the bringing me into the auto. <laughs> so Travis and I, we walked, we went over to the Dirty Couch Brewing Company before we came over, and uh, grabbed a couple beers. So these guys are pretty pretty new. They have a new spot over here in Ballard, and uh, we're gonna try some new beers today. Pretty exciting. Yeah, I got the uh, breakup playlist. It's a hazy IPA. Looks like they got Galaxy, Centennial, and Citra Hops, which are always good. It's in 7.1 alcohol by volume, so be a little more than a session beer, but I'm up for the, up for the challenge. <laughs> up for the challenge. At least you're walking home, right? All right, and I've, I've got the uh, Herdsman Apricot Sour Farmhouse Ale, which I'm, I'm pretty excited about because I love a good farmhouse ale. Um, and... Uh, Crack them open. Well, you already opened yours with your sandals. So. Yeah, it's a good thing flip-flops when you're mobile. So. <laughs> Doesn't take up space in your pocket. Good. Nice hoppy. Yeah? I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, pretty tasty, too. Tell us about it. Uh, you know, I'm usually not a hazy guy, but this one is good. It's not, uh, not real fruity. It's got more of a hop to it. You guys are sitting, it's still sitting in my town after the one drink. So. Sweet. I like a, I like a danky IPA. So this one's, this one's <laughs> hitting on it. Cloudy, right? Um, yeah, this one actually is super tart. Uh, I think it's more sour than farmhouse ale, um, but uh, it's really solid. Good, a lot of good flavors. A lot of the apricot comes through, and I'm totally okay with it because I wanted something nice and refreshing. That's in what, 4.6? Yeah, this is 4.6. Yeah. Yeah, 750 mil bottle. <laughs> Probably good this one's only in a 22 or 7.1. <laughs> Probably so. Halfway in the pool. Falling in the locks. Well, cheers, sir. Likewise. Thanks for joining me.
Why don't you uh, start off by telling us a little bit about what you do with Movember? Yeah, so I got um, I got involved with the Movember Foundation. A buddy of mine, I've, I've loved growing facial hair for years. I was finally able to. And I always had beards and messing around with goatees. A buddy of mine was like, hey, uh, you should check out Movember. You can grow a mustache and, and raise money and awareness for men's health. I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. So uh, this will be my ninth year doing Movember this fall. Uh, so nine years ago, signed up. Told my boss I was going to be growing a trucker, and he couldn't get mad at me because I was doing it for good. And, you know, so it's was, for charity. That was my ad. I was going to be able to grow a trucker and not get yelled at at work. So, you know, did it, and we got about – I got a couple of guys at work to do it, and they're like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. So none of us really knew much about it. About three-quarters of the way through the month, realized we should probably raise some money because that's kind of what the intent was. And um, – we raised like thirteen hundred bucks and had fun. We had a little end of the year party with everybody at work. It was a good time. And then did it the next year, and then it started taking off. And at the end of last year, I ended up uh, captain teams every year. Collectively, we've raised two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars for men's health. Wow, uh, that is awesome. Personally, I, out of that two twenty-five, I've raised a hundred. So I was pretty excited. Over hundred thousand. No doubt, milestone for a personal goal, but. Um, November Foundation is a really cool organization. They were founded in 2003 down in uh, Australia. And it was a bunch of Aussies that were skateboarding and lamenting that the 80s mustache had disappeared. And they're like, we should grow mustaches. And so they, it was like a group of 30 of them that grew mustaches. And they uh, were looking, you know, just to see if they could do something. So they went to the, I believe it was the uh, Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia. And said, hey, we're doing a fundraiser. Would you like to participate? And they're like, well, that sounds a little. Uh, above board for us, but you guys have fun with that. And if you raise any money, by all means, we'll take it. Yeah. Well, fast forward to the end of the month, they had all these people that were just like, man, what is on your face? And they realized this is a good thing. So they raised $43,000 at the time, which was the largest single like, one-time private donation that the uh, Cancer Foundation received. So wow. All in on it the next year. So since 2003, it's grown globally. Um, the Aussies love to travel, so they're all over, and they spread their mustache all over. <laughs> um, but since 2003, they've supported over 1,200 programs uh, to uh, support research uh, and education uh, for mental health issues. Um, they've raised closing in on a billion dollars. Wow. Um, I'm sure in the next few years they'll cross that billion dollar mark. That's phenomenal. Um, they've had over 5 million MoBros and MoSistas uh, participate. So that's one of the key things there, MoSistas. Women are just as important in the conversation as guys are. So. Yeah, totally. You know, it's you know, focused on men's health, and, you know, testicular cancer, prostate cancer, mental health, just general health. But women are such a powerful force behind guys, you know, brothers, sisters, aunts, grandmas, moms, right. wives, girlfriends, whoever it might be. They're, they're just great at Power, powerful influence. Providing that influence. Some, yeah. some might call it nagging. Some might call it they're smarter <laughs> than us, so we should probably listen. But, um, you know, so over 5 million mobros, most sisters. And uh, the whole thing is just trying to change your face by growing a mustache. And by changing your face, you're trying to change the face of it. So. Yeah. So, um, so November, I've, like I said, the ninth year. I'm looking at applying uh, to be an ambassador this year for the city of Seattle. Kind of been an unofficial one with some of the guys that have been passionate about it in the past. So. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, it's really cool that that some, something like that came about over something so simple as a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's really exciting that there's a lot more conversation going on around uh, men's health issues and things.
things like that. Um, you know, it's it, it's something that needs to be talked about more, and that's why I'm really appreciative of what you're doing um, and what Movember, the Movember Foundation does in general. Um, and so you have taken this even further, right? I mean, because like the, the men's health issue wasn't really big on your mind when you started November. No, like I said, the, the, the legality of growing a corn star mustache at work was the primary focus. And then I, <laughs> I realized I had um, my daughter's grandfather on her mom's side who was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Um, I had a really good friend. I do, I do construction, general contractor, commercial construction. I had a really good friend that I had kind of you know, forgotten how he died. He passed in his 40s of uh, cancer. Wow. So I realized, like, you know, as I went into the second year of it, it was like, oh, this is, this is pro- relevant because I, I personally have zero history in my family. Uh, I mean, I, I've looked up and down. Part of this, too, is you, you, you get encouraged to ask, you know, what's the family history? So right. have those conversations. And I don't have any prostate cancer, testicular cancer knocking on wood in my family so um it was more for me just kind of a, a general health because i'm probably like every guy out there listening to this drinking beer carrying a little bit of a gut <laughs> eating whatever gets put in front of me and exercising occasionally so right you know i by no means of a, a, a beacon of uh, fortitude when it comes to like walking the walk but uh, you realize that there's not a lot of conversations out there had about it right these guys are kind of like fine. I'll soldier through it. I'll get through it. So there's this very, uh, very big wall that's put up. Hospitals are very taboo for yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I know doc. so I, I know doctors that don't like doctors. Like, yeah. one, of, you know, so I, one of the sideline things, so this kind of spun out to, you know, so, so your question on mental health was, it was part of it, but it was more men's health in general and the underlying things that kind of come along with it. But, right. Yeah, so I ended up getting involved with uh, the Men's Health Council which is really cool. It's something I never knew about until, you know, thanks kind of November was a gateway drug. But so now I'm on the UW Men's Health Committee and UW Men's Health Council and uh, kind of helping co-chair their outreach efforts. So these guys are doing, they're local. They're doing amazing things. They have a global impact. In fact, uh, a couple of years ago, we were able to raise $52,000 during our November campaign and we were able to get it earmarked uh, in partnership with Mo through their True North um, initiative uh, to go to UW, Dr. John Gore, who is doing the symptoms tracker. And it's a tool for men to go on as they're going through treatment to say, well, you know, I pissed the bed last night. And it's like, no, that's normal. That's, that's a side effect that you're going to experience as you're going through recovery. And yeah. I can imagine that, that kind of stuff would be really difficult to deal with. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, a lot of times if you hear I got cancer, um, you hear nothing past that. Uh-huh. And then it's always the focus of the treat. Okay, we're going to get you through the surgery, get you the treatment, and then you're done. And they do a really good job of trying to get your whole life care. So they want to make sure you go around. So I got on the UW Mental Health Committee. I've been there for about going on four or five years now. So um, really getting involved with them and trying to pair up November because November right now is, for years and years, has been really focused on a November. Right. And men's health, mental health issues, they don't just go away you know, a month in November. It's a year-long concern. And so I'm uh, trying to see if there's ways I can get synergy with them and UW, and then obviously with you now, um, yeah. see if we can, we can find a way to carry it more of a year-round um, messaging and, and have the ability for 
tools, resources, avenues for guys to connect, avenues for guys to you know elaborate on issues or open up. Um, that's why I appreciate the concept that you have with the brewery session. You know, just grab a beer and have a chat. We've we've done a lot of stuff. I do a lot of things that are beer centric, but I find that most of the conversations. Um, you have the most real ones and the most open ones when guys kind of let their guard down and you know, you get a beer, good beer in your hand and you have one or two and you kind of, you know what, I'm okay to have a conversation. Yeah, totally. Well, and you know, breweries tend to be really more so welcoming environment too and kind of feel, I, I don't know, it feels it feels like you have a, a community a there. Yeah, it's not, exactly. <laughs> it's not a doctor's office. It's not a church. It's not a... Office, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's, it's a version of that. You, yeah, you right. Yourself, oh, totally. <laughs> Let me just take a second to say I am wearing this new sheath gear and I'm freaking loving it. We're working with some friends at Sheath Underwear and for you guys who haven't heard of it, it's like upgrading from a studio apartment to a two bedroom for your junk. <laughs> there's no rubbing, there's no chafing, and I refuse to wear anything else. I'm wearing some right now. I've got a sheath hat on. They have more than just underwear, and I've basically switched out my entire wardrobe of underwear for these sheath ones. They're amazing. Yeah. Go to sheathunderwear.com and use the promo code DARKBLUE, all caps DARKBLUE, and get 25% off your first order. That's a big deal, guys. Like, seriously. It is. It's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I think the concept's great. And, and to your point, you know, just a total side note, the prayer committee in Seattle, I'm sure you guys are just extremely generous. I've raised... Over $30,000 between Brewfest, Mustache Flights. But these guys and gals are just always ready to, yeah, we do that. To help, we'll yeah. jump in. Totally. That sounds cool. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Which is neat because something like this, it's, it's you're trying to gain traction. You know, you have that just almost built in support network. <laughs> right. Furthers that opportunity for you to have some real gainful uh, game ground. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, planning the, the tour that we're going to be doing, it's, I've been, talking to so many breweries and when I bring up the concept of the idea of men's health, mental health, things like that, immediately, you know, most, most often people are just like, yes, absolutely. What can we do? How can we do it? And, um, people are just ready to talk about that now, you know? So it's, a uh, it's definitely really encouraging. Well, so, that's good. And I think, you know, bad as this has been right now with COVID and uncertainty and job loss, it's just kind of on edge. I think, something they don't think anybody's going through. But now the whole globe is going through it. And I think that's a great right. equalizer in that it, I, I would, I'm a medical doctor and I don't have any stats, <laughs> but I would assume that that's probably had a positive influence in people being more apt to have a vulnerable Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's like, it's like evening the playing field for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all these things that were kind of on the back burner for a lot of, for a lot of guys, just like doctor's offices talking about feelings and talking about what we're dealing with mentally is just as 
like just as taboo, just as uncommon for us because I, I don't know if it's fear or ego or a combination of the two. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and I mean, even like we were talking earlier, we were kind of setting up for this. Um, for those of you that can't see, we're underneath the train bridge near the Ballard Locks in South Washington, and we're overlooking the inlet of the Puget Sound Locks. And you know, for me, my Zen, as I was telling you, is, is mountains of water. So I'm still working. I, I get up every morning. I pound my computer all day long. I've got a, a team that I'm in charge of overseeing. I've still got metrics I've got to meet and numbers I've got to hit. You know, there's still stressors there. I'm a, a dad. And, you know, so total side note, uh, I told my daughter this is the only time I'm totally cool with her dating guys because they can't get me in six feet of so. <laughs> so the stresses of the dad kind of went down for me a little bit in that regard, but there's other things. But, but I walk out here at the end of the day, you know, I try to get exercise. I've actually lost it. Oh, nice. but, so you haven't gained the COVID-19 yet? No, I fought against <laughs> it. So, but for me, you know, right at the spot that we're at, I come out as often as I can. I'll walk out here, drive out here. And I'll just sit and it's, there's mountains and water and I just kind of get that head clear. I kind of connect with myself. I get to just kind of flush out the busyness and just kind of reset. And I think that's so important that guys try to do that. And everybody tries to do that on a regular basis. Yeah, just, definitely. Stay, I mean, the headspace is good uh, when it's appropriate. But if you spend too much time up there, get yourself out. Kind of take that, take that break. And whether it's doing it by yourself or, or doing it with a friend of yours, um, Whatever you need to do, I think it's, as you said, level the playing field. Have that first conversation and make that, that person that's struggling or, or having a tough time realize that, well, that wasn't that hard. Right, yeah. I, I can drink a beer and have a conversation. <laughs> and I, you know, and, the, and that's the next one. And then it's making sure that you're, you're putting them on that right path. Yeah. It's kind of like that one thing that you need to be honest with somebody about, dreading telling them, you know, and you're just like, holding it in and you're just like waiting and you're like, ah, I don't want to say it. I don't want to have that conversation. I don't, whatever, whatever it is, whether it's at work or friends or whatever. And then you finally put it out there and finally tell the person what you're, what you're thinking about, what's on your mind. And they're just like, Oh, okay, it's fine. We can work on that. We can fix it. And, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, no weight is lifted. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I was mentioning to you is, uh, my members had me, I kind of did a beta test on it. They're coming out with a, a conversation. There, there is a right way to approach a conversation. You want to get it all chance, right? That's not what you're there for. You're being somebody that is going to provide a safe zone, there's no judgment, there's no you're not preaching to them, but they've got a pretty cool thing. ALC is the acronym ALEC. It's ask, listen, encourage action, and check in. And you're not the end all, you're not the one that's going to save them, but you're going right. to have I think that's really a really cool concept. You know, ask, hey, how are you doing? It's a very simple question. Like, how are you doing? Yeah, it is. And you know, just listen. Don't, don't pass judgment. Don't, you know, get into it. I, it's something I have to do. It's not terrible. I don't jump in. Oh, you know, just like, my stories don't apply here. So yeah, and that's what we want to do as guys too. Is yeah. like, oh, I can fix that because I've been, I've experienced that, or I know. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like encourage action. It's not just like, you know, hey, well, give me a call. It's like, well, hey, is there anybody else? That Right. So the yeah. more people you have the ability to chat, you know, that's helpful. So you kind of encourage the action in that part. Of the why don't, you know, you and I talked today, why don't you call your brother, call your dad, or call that friend of yours from college and you need it. Okay. And check in. That's the biggest thing is like, it's one thing to have that, and then you go for four months, and then next year or something like that. Have that 
you know what? I'll tell you what, why don't we find a time next week? Yeah. Text me when you're open next week, or I'll just call you on Wednesday. And so or I think that's text them a few days later and say, yeah. hey, how are you doing after that conversation? Exactly. Or whatever. That's, that's such so I think that's a really yeah. cool acronym, you know, now. That's great. It's super simple. Um, I love that. That's actually a really good foundation for the kind of stuff and just like what November is doing and what we're doing with Into the Direct Blue too is just really encouraging those conversations and trying to build community on on those conversations and on beer. So <laughs> it's it's pretty solid, man. Um, two people on the island. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's really relevant and that's not, you know, you can take that little picture dish of what the high school kids are doing. But expand it. You don't need a big organized you know, uh, Fortune 500 effort for men's health. It's grassroots. Exactly what you're doing. It's how November started. It's the UW doctors that are doing great things in labs that we're trying to help let people know outside. It's yeah. just, anybody can make the effort. It's just taking that first step. Yeah. I think anybody can do it. There's no, again, I have no magic map. I'm okay having that conversation. I'm okay listening to them. I'm okay making myself Awesome. I'm not working on that. It's something that, you know, don't need to worry about. Like, you don't need to be an expert to just have that. Right. And that actually kind of brings me to my next question because you're not a healthcare expert. Nope. You just had an interest in growing a mustache. Nine years later, you're here, an advocate for men's health. What would you say is the biggest thing that you've learned about men's health um, over the last nine years? Like if you were to give advice to the guys listening, what would you suggest to them as far as their health goes? It's, it's very easy to go get First and foremost, that's the easiest thing. I've had a physical every single year since I Nice. And I know it's a little rougher now with the unemployment, but most people, those of you that still have your jobs or are going back to work, check the health plan. It's preventative maintenance. The insurance companies actually want you to do it because it helps lower premiums and costs. They know how healthy they're covered. Yep. So it's not like Big Brother. You don't have to, if you don't want to get your blood work taken, you don't need to. It, I found that one of the, I mean, the, probably the biggest thing is how horrible guys are at taking care of <laughs> There was a graphic when I first got on the UW that showed the uh, occurrence of male visits to the doctor. Yeah. And it was, you know, obviously it went up when you're like 16 because you get physicals for sports and things like that. Well, at 16, it just bomb dropped. It plummeted. And it just sat on the bottom of this big curve for years and years and years. And then in the 50s, it started to jack back up. <laughs> well, it's because when you're 16, you get your license, and mom's not there to take you to the doctor. And then you're not going. <laughs> then you're invincible through your 20s and your 30s and your 40s. Right. You think you're in your 20s Nothing and your 30s. And then in your 50s, you finally get smart. And you start going to the doctor. And so that's one of the things that or I Or something bad happens because you haven't been going to the doctor. Exactly. So that's one of the things I would tell You might have to pay for your lab work. I pay for my lab. Yeah. I had terrible. My triglyceride double what the high was. Oh, wow. That's heart attack. That's stroke. That's um, bad 
that yeah, my, yeah. my gut is a cardiac belt. You know, I, I think the biggest thing I've learned is just how crappy guys are taking care of themselves. So the thing I would say, the easiest thing to do is go get a physical. Yeah. Find out what your blood pressure is. Find out is there a weird lump that you didn't know that was there? Is there, you know, have the doctor take a once over once a year. It's super easy. Yep. That's the biggest, biggest, easiest, cheapest thing to do if it's covered by your insurance. <laughs> and guys, don't don't not go because you don't want a doctor grabbing your trunk. Um, <laughs> whatever, whatever your reason is, uh, there's it's literally it, it takes 15 minutes max to get it done. Um, I'm I'm not the best example because I ha- I think I probably had it I've had it done probably four or five times since I graduated college. But um, but uh, Travis is right, you know, and this is actually really striking me because I'm like, you know, I could easily go get that done, but I haven't been. Um, and I don't have a good excuse for it. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> the, the easiest, you know, if, if you're on the fence, well, I don't know. Okay, well, next time you eat dinner, are you looking at your kids and your wife or your boyfriend or your mom and your dad and like, think about them. Like, okay, well, if I'm not taking care of myself, who am I 15 minutes before you spend 30 minutes? Yeah, yeah. Gown, you know, socks on. It's, it's a super easy thing to do. So I think, I think that's the first thing you can do is um, just go out and get a Nice. That's a great start. If you need to pay for it, you have to yeah. um, There are clinics too that you can go to that if you're, yeah, that's, you know, that's the other if you're thing. having a hard time with money, there are options for you guys to get out there. Just Google free clinic. And something will come up in your area to help you guys uh, get checked out. Well, that's actually a great point. That's one of the other things. I can't get in to see a doctor. So you don't need to go to the, the hospital. You don't need to go to the big block. There's so many neighborhood clinics now as part of like how healthcare is shifting coming out to you versus yeah. you having to come to it. There's UW's got neighborhood clinics all over the place. You yep. can call and get an appointment. There's options outside of UW. I mean, take the time to look, but it's not like oh, I got to go to the clinic and go eight floors up in the hospital, <laughs> Instagram. Super easy to get. Nice. Um, the other thing, you know, is just set a goal. That, you know, guys aren't super good about taking care of themselves. Yeah. Set a goal to go on a walk once a week. Um, I I got a paddleboard a couple of years ago for Father's Day. I've been out twelve times this year. Nice. You know, so find something that is you're passionate about. Maybe it's going out and throwing the ball around with your kid, but try to find, you know, they, they tell you you need 30 minutes, like five times a week or that crazy stuff. Yeah. Start small. Don't, don't like try to break the bank on the fitness team, but go out right. You guys, you know, you don't have to get on, you don't have to get on to these crazy challenges that they're doing on Instagram. You don't have to get into these crazy 90 day, what is it, P90X that they used to do. I don't even know what the new new ones are, but Billy Banks. Uh, <laughs> Uh, typo. Um, yeah, but seriously, you guys don't—you don't have to go that extreme to make changes. And honestly, the the slow slow changes are more permanent changes. So, twenty-one days of form a habit. Yep. I was in a leadership training. Twenty-one days of form a habit. Nice. And uh, but I mean, even like you and I today, we we walked up, went to get our beer. That was a thirty-minute walk. <laughs> yep. We made our goal for the day. You might have met your goal for the week. <laughs> like you know, do things like that. Or, I mean, even have some fun with it. If there's a brewery close to you and it's a 15 minute walk, instead of jumping in the car, walk there. Walk there. Yeah, seriously. A, you got your walk in. B, you burn the calories to, to drink another <laughs> beer, and uh, you know, 
So it's wife, all about balance, so right? Your wife or your partner, whoever's going to get mad at you for going there while I'm walking. I'm, I'm trying to be happy, right? I'm thinking of you. So. Go get checked, guys, and start making steps to change your habits. Um, set those little goals and make it happen. I think the last thing that I would suggest that's probably easier than any of those, have a conversation about your family history. Oh yeah. If you're uh, if you're a dad to be, if you're a young kid, how grandpa die, how uncle Dave die, you know, find out the family history. Have that conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a my great my grandfather passed when he was uh, when my dad was three years old, and for years it was just like oh, grandpa died, nobody knew, and then I got involved in November and I was like, crap, I really <laughs> would like to know. You know, it's not, it's not morbid. Nobody likes talking about. That, yeah. But it's so yeah. important. Again, if, if you have unknown things in your family history, it's great to find it out. So the next time, you, yeah, hey, Dad, sure. let's go grab a beer. You know, hey, Uncle Dave, you know, how did uh, how'd your brother pass? You know? yeah. And you're really just finding out the history. And it's super easy. You don't need to do a bunch of research. Just ask around. Yeah. I found out my grandfather passed in Andrews. It wasn't cancer. It wasn't a stroke. It wasn't a heart attack. It was just hit his head. It was just really bad luck. And that was it. Wow. And so my dad is uh, 70, let me 73 this year, and great health. Um, we went to New Zealand last year, and he was bopping around drinking beers, and, you know, tubing on the river <laughs> in the glowworm caves. And, yeah. You know, but it's it's great that I have that assurance that I know there's nothing lurking out there that I'm not aware of. Uh, I got a twin brother and a little brother whose birthday is on Monday, actually. But my brother's got two boys, and he. It's good for him to know that there's no prostate cancer, testicular cancer. Yeah. Uh, history is passing on those possibilities. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's the, the last thing I'd probably leave you guys on. Have that quick conversation with your dad, your uncle, your grandpa, your mom, whoever knows something about the family history, find out is there something in the family you need to be aware of? Yeah. Uh, for yourself, like I, you know, I mentioned, I've got a daughter. If you're, if you're a dad that's expecting, or you've got a kid, you never really thought of it, what do you need to worry about your offspring? What, what do they maybe have coming down the road for them that you and them are not aware of? So that's the third thing I think that's super easy to do. So none of them are complex, none of them are hard, none of them are earth shattering, changing your life. And I, I gotta, you know, this, this is not just take a hot minute to do it, painless, get it over with, and it's gonna affect so many people that you want to begin to fathom who you're impacting. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So before we wrap up, you've got another fundraiser that you're doing currently, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a kind of a reverse flip it on its head fundraiser. So I, uh, as I said, grow my mustache on November. December 1st, I stopped shaving and I backfill with a mustache. It's my winter beard. But uh, I have not shaved since December 1st. And I've got a pretty filthy beard going right now. So. Um, <laughs> It looks, it looks epic. One of the things I wanted to do was uh, find a way to do, you gotta have some fun right now. I mean, everybody's going to start crazy, everybody's stressing out. So UW, the frontline caregivers, they actually have a peer-to-peer -peer support network. And I'm doing a fundraiser for them. Weird, but we arbitrarily picked $1,900, COVID-19, go figure. Um, <laughs> so I put a beard uh, bounty out on my beard. $1,900 and it'll get shipped clean off. We're about, we just pushed over $1,700. Um, but the program's great. It provides um, support for the frontline caregivers, those 
heroes that are out there doing it day in and day out. I mean, we have Memorial Day weekend, you and I are sitting on our bridge in the breeze, drinking beers, shooting the breeze. Right. They're sitting there dealing with people with COVID. And, and, and these are folks that do it year round. So uh, 100% of the proceeds go to this program. Somebody really wants to throw a thousand dollars onto it and uh, really make an impact. They get free reign on picking what I do with my beard. They can shave it into the Lemmy Motorhead. I can go handlebars. I can shave half of it off. I can go Lester mustache, mutton chops. And I'll wear yeah. I'll wear that for a, a full, full twenty-four hour period. I'll, I'll document it. And uh, but again, uh, we're close. We're seventeen. Just. So over 1700 I'd love to do way more than 1900 It's such a great cause. So how can people donate to it? Uh, there is UW. Uh, I'll have to send you the link. I don't know if you can post it below. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll post the link in the, in the, in the uh, description. Yeah, but it's uh, UW uh, Frontline Caregivers. And I'll get the info. You can go on it. super simple. And knowing, again, that some people aren't employed now, people are worried about their finances, you, it's really neat. They've got an option where you can go on and thank a caregiver. So you can click on cost no money. It's five minutes of your time to just thank them for what they're doing. It's selfless what they're doing. Yeah. So it means a lot when people recognize that. And then there's PPE and food. If you want to bake something or make something or send something, ask. They need everything. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So if you guys have anything that you, whether it's money or uh, or items that you can you can donate. We'll uh, post the link for this in the description below in the uh, for the episode. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And I, I, I think uh, one thing to note is while this is for you, Dub, I'm sure you've got people listening all over the world and all over the, all over the place out there that uh, look at the look at what's happening in your hometown. Find out where you're at. Find out what's local to you, and see if there's a way that you can make an impact. <laughs> Those of you that can't see what we're seeing, which is all of you, there's a boat with a crazy dog, the ladies drinking beer, and there's some kids having a little bit more fun than I think we're wearing Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's uh, actually, they've got a nice speaker back there. I think we should go party with these guys. Uh, six feet away. Six feet away. <laughs> yeah, find out how you can make an impact locally. That's the biggest thing. Get yep. out there, do something locally. Wherever you're at, wherever you're listening from, uh, you, can, you can make a change. You can make it very simple. Absolutely. And there's even breweries, guys, that are doing collaborative beers to uh, support different causes throughout this. So if that means going to buy a beer, um, <laughs> then uh, by all means, grab a beer and uh, support, support something that these different collaborators are doing, uh, whether it's healthcare workers or industry workers, uh, hospitality workers, things like that. Um, a lot of these, a lot of these breweries are doing really cool stuff. So um, I'm thinking the music behind us is probably a good reason to wrap up. <laughs> Hopefully you guys can hear us. But uh, thanks, Zach, for having me. Yeah, appreciate the, the opportunity to chat with you. Yeah, yeah, uh, as it as it should be. It's good timing too, because I'm out of my beer, so I'm probably probably shut it down. Huh? Totally. Yeah, and uh, thanks to these uh, lovely dirty couch beers. Yeah. And, Get out there. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys soon. And um, yeah, stay safe, guys. Drink smart. See you, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.
I want to thank you guys for venturing into the dark blue with us today. If you like what we're doing, make sure you give us that five-star review on the streaming service of your choice. Also, you can support us monthly via the support tab on our Anchor account or make a one-time contribution on Cash App username Into the Dark Blue. And remember, you are not alone. If you need help or someone to talk to, feel free to message us directly on Instagram or email Into the Dark Blue Podcast at gmail.com. You can always check out the Get Help page at intothedarkblue.com for a number of other options. Last but not least, guys, know yourselves. Drink smart. Cheers. <laughs>